Okay, so uh, I am going to talk to you about the uh, memory behavior of uh, automated programs. Uh, we want, uh, I want, I also uh, going to present you memory filing tools that we are developing at Okamento. So why we are, uh, are we studying the memory behavior of Okamento? Because we want to uh, decrease memory footprint of uh, our automated application. Uh, we also want to fix some memory problems uh, like uh, memory leaks. And we want that uh, our application spend uh, less time in the memory management. So let's start with applications that use too much memory. So it, uh, it's like applications with, uh, it's impact applications with big memory usage like assembly computation tools, for example. Uh, uh, I have an example here uh, of a data representation. We have a type T1 and a type T2. And uh, which type would you choose between uh, the two types? T1. T1? T2? <laughs> so of course, T1 is the type that we choose. Uh, because OCaml compiler is able to optimize and uh, unbox the float uh, in the T1 uh, instead of uh, type T2 uh, where we have two uh, float which is boxed. So uh, this is a very uh, simple example, but sometimes we cannot see uh, uh, this, this uh, kind of things uh, just looking at the type. So uh, application that uses too much uh, memory uh, can uh, one of the causes uh, can be the bad data representations, uh, or maybe uh, we can have also the bad use of collections, uh, and etc. So, memory leaks. Uh, it's uh, which when applications uh, fail to free the memory they have uh, used. Uh, we, are, we also have an example here uh, of when we add values to a collection and uh, forgot to remove them. Uh, so we can see here in the first uh, line that we add value x and y in the table. Then we do uh, uh, we use the function do something that may fail with the table, uh, which succeed. So we remove the value x from the table. So back to the first uh, line, we add uh, the value x and y in the table. Then we do the uh, the function do something that may fail that actually fail. So we actually we directly go to the uh, with statement and we forgot to remove the value x from the table. It's uh, memory list. It's kind of doing a, a malloc without uh, the free in C. Uh, cost of memory management uh, is when uh, our applications spend too much time in uh, memory management. Uh, when uh, we look at the example here, we uh, actually expect, uh, expect that uh, the program run uh, uh, a little faster, but it's uh, behave differently than we expected. So we can see here a for loop uh, that just multiplies the value x by one. And uh, uh, when I, com I compile and execute it without the multiply one at the end of the loop, I, uh, I get uh, 1.8 seconds. And uh, when I forgot to add the multiply one, I get uh, 3.6 seconds. So uh, actually, I was expected uh, uh, without adding the one uh, multiply one at the end that the uh, values uh, were unboxed uh, in the for loop, but actually it was boxed. Uh, it was boxed uh, in the for the value x was boxed uh, in, the, in the for loop. So by adding the, the multiply one, uh, the compiler can see that uh, there is no need to uh, to box the value x. 
So we, we need some tools to understand when and why memory is allocated. So consequences of, the, of these problems is in the our in best case, uh, it just loads the application. Uh, DC can spend uh, some time to trying to free memory in the in the heap. Then in the worst case, it just runs uh, out of memory and crash. So, what kinds of tool, tools we are developing to help to understand uh, the memory usage? I, I will uh, present you uh, four tools that we are developing. Uh, the uh, first is the allocation provider, region inference, uh, uh, region inference, sorry, snapshot memory profiler, and continuous memory profiler. So, allocation profiling. Uh, our tools profile where application allocates memory. It was originally inspired by the Pushman method, uh, which records information on the stack uh, state periodically after some allocation event. Uh, it uh, displays the allocation hotspot and uh, gener uh, generate an approximated call graph, uh, which is weighted by the uh, number of uh, bytes allocated. We just need to link uh, with a modified runtime, uh, which will uh, allow us to save backtraces at sampling points, uh, and uh, just set the uh, sampling rate, and uh, it's ready to go. So let's do a demo. So I just uh, first link Okamalot with uh, the modified runtime. Then I'm, I configure the sampling rates by exporting uh, the Okamalot run param value, uh, m equal to 4k. Then I run my program to save backtraces uh, in a mem.out file. Then I generate a JSON file uh, with OCP memprof uh, to, uh, to get my, uh, my, uh, my uh, nice uh, graph that we have here. Ta-da! <laughs> so, what is the, all this, uh, of these colors and uh, what represents uh, the graph? So, one circle represents 100% uh, of the allocation. Uh, we can see on the bottom of the graph that we have uh, the typing uh, module, which takes around 40% of the allocations. We can see on the top that parsing uh, phase uh, don't allocate so much. And uh, when we have the graph, we can mouse over and see uh, all the details like uh, the allocations uh, uh, memory. We can also click uh, in the module and go inside the module and see uh, all the details. And uh, it's already on our website uh, if you are interested. Question? Yep. Could, could you do essentially the same kind of stuff with setting you want to run run time? Uh, the point is, look, look, you have these tools, you use kernel counters, or can you have something on and you can get stack traces. Yeah, because I think, well, I, mean, I think you can, you can more or less tell perf, like, Whenever this function is called, I want an event. So it seems like you should be able to do it without any extra instrumentation. And get more or less the same data. So maybe we can do that, yeah. Okay. Another question. So what is it that you are counting exactly? Sorry? What are, what are you counting? The memory uh, that was allocated. Uh, that I each, each allocation counts as one? All right. And, and, and this goes both in, in, in minor V, major V, C, primitives, everyone. Yeah. Okay. And last question. So, so you, you should have verified the runtime system, but you also need a verified account of compiler okay. to, to do this and so on. Um, 
to, to do this, uh, no, no, no. The allocation in the, uh, in the minor heap is in line. So actually you, you start a minor, you force a minor collection by uh, putting a limit uh, like for, for the signals. Uh, ah, okay. You, you just set uh, the limit to uh, the size of the sample so that you will trigger a minor right. collection and then you okay. don't do a minor collection. Okay, okay. Thank you. <laughs> then uh, we build a tool uh, based on region inference uh, by Tofte and Talcan that approximates the values lifetime uh, of a program. Uh, basically, it's uh, every value is, is assigned to a region, which uh, is kind of lexical scope. Uh, we then generate an annotation file. Uh, Sorry, a file that contains annotations that help us to, uh, to track uh, values that we don't want uh, in a region. So I'm going, I'm going to show you an example. We did the plugin in Emacs that allows to show us, uh, to highlight uh, every value in a region. So we have a, a program, the same program on the left and, the, and on the right. Uh, I ask uh, Emacs, Emacs to show me uh, all values in the same region that, uh, with the table one. And uh, actually, I was surprised that uh, every value uh, was in yellow. Uh, so uh, that means that every value is in the same region. Uh, and then we can see that I made a little mistake in function f table 1. And uh, instead of adding uh, the values uh, in table 1, I added in the table 2. When I correct this little mistake, I uh, re-asked Emacs to show me the region. And then we can see that uh, all values uh, in table 1 is in yellow, and all values uh, in table 2 are in, are in blue. So, uh, uh, as values does not uh, interact uh, between each other, uh, it's quite uh, expected behavior instead of the, the, the one in the internet. So, we then have a snapshot profiling, uh, which is a work in progress, uh, which gives us data, detailed liveness uh, information. Uh, for now, we have a dense of uh, the memory graph, and we want to recover more precisely types and rich name uh, information to know what types and values is all the memory uh, of our applications. We we already get some uh, some uh, nice uh, graphic uh, here. Uh, on the right, you can get the types uh, in the heap in the in the memory, uh, and we can we take snapshot after each uh, garbage collector and concatenate it to uh, obtain this uh, graph. Uh, now we have to uh, to uh, to work on uh, is it the expected behavior or is it uh, or something uh, go wrong uh, in this graph? That's the work uh, we are working uh, on. Uh. Finally, continuous profiling. Uh, it's uh, also a work in progress. Uh, it will give us the global memory behavior of uh, our applications. For now, we love all uh, allocation and uh, garbage collection events uh, in the file. And uh, now we want to extract uh, useful things and uh, uh, information to, uh, from the raw data that we have to, uh, to uh, try to, uh, to, sh to, to, uh, to build some uh, display tool to show us uh, to the user. To conclude, I uh, present you the four uh, tools, uh, four tools that we are building uh, 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 at Automatpo. Uh, we have allocation profiler, uh, which shows us the allocation hotspots, uh, region inference that uh, 
experiments evaluate interaction, snapshot memory profiler, which give us the data liveness information, and the continuous profiler that will, will give us uh, a global memory behavior. So the future works is uh, to have a more and more uh, displays tools and try to recover more uh, precise types in the snapshot profiling and uh, maybe recover memory block lifetimes with the continuous profiling and maybe you get some ideas that uh, we can talk about. Thanks.